0: Breakaway bets for Ben Regal. We tied last night. Three of five correct picks by Moose and I. Rangers at Devils tonight. Who you like, Rangers or Devils? Rangers. Me too. Florida at Carolina. Carolina. Florida here. Colorado at Detroit. Detroit. Colorado for me. Washington at Tampa Bay. Tampa. Same. Islanders
1: at Blues. I'll take Islanders. Uh, I'll take the Blues. This is the Rod Peterson Show.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to our two of the hour of the RP show. I want to thank you because an hour ago when we went to air, I was kind of annoyed by people. And you just completely turned my frown upside down. I appreciate that. Let's bring the moose in now, moose. I hope you I hope you're wearing a helmet, moose, because people are, are, are fidgety and punchy today. Have you been have you been watching the show since you were on 40 minutes ago?
1: Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge, right? You got to dodge the uh, shrapnel coming yeah, yeah. your way. Yeah, I got, I'm got. ready.
0: Well, a little your way, too. But if you missed that, oh, yeah. nothing that you can't handle, Darren, but people are, uh, they're punchy. And, uh, and I get it. Um, some are Argos fans, uh, some that are the champion for the victim of this lawsuit against the CFL's team in, in Toronto, which we'll get to. Jim Barker brought that up last hour when he was with us. And then the Jets fans, I mean, I'll say it again. uh, I think that's why Winnipeg is not only our number two city for viewership, but for a time last summer was our number one city for viewership uh, because they are blue-collar and they're my kind of town. They don't like to hear that their team, the Winnipeg Jets, may leave, and they get upset when that's brought up. But Mark Chipman, the owner, in an article published to The Athletic this morning, said uh, the, the economics, this isn't going to work long-term in Winnipeg. And people are getting upset about that, coming at me. And more so, it's not even necessarily Winnipegers. There's people on our Facebook page that are coming at me and saying rude things. And uh, the old me, I'm talking like a decade or more ago, would have come right back at him, had that online fight, and I'm it's not that guy. Just ignore it, as they say. And I've told you this before, the average Howard Stern fan listens an hour a day to the howard stern show the average fan the average hater of howard stern listens three hours a day darren they can't get enough of us the haters you know so there's all of that now is there anything that you've been thinking about that you want to get off your chest before i take this in a different direction here for a little bit of hour two
1: No, nothing I need to jump out. I'm sure stuff will come up during the the second hour when we get to it. But uh, no, go where you want to go.
0: Okay, well, number one, I know we have a lot of listeners uh, and new viewers here an hour or two. So I'm just going to recap what the big story of the day is football wise, because it is a football Friday and we are on Canadian national television. I've ripped this off of 3downnation.com. The Toronto Argonauts and reigning league MVP quarterback Chad Kelly are being sued by a former female strength and conditioning coach for alleged wrongful dismissal and harassment. According to TSN reporter Rick Westhead, she was not identified in the report. The lawsuit was filed on Wednesday with the Ontario Superior Court located in Toronto. The former coach alleges Kelly repeatedly harassed her and the team fired her after she rejected his advances. I'm chuckling a little bit with some football people here that... Jim Barker said he didn't want to talk about it last hour, then talked about it for five minutes and really didn't say anything. Uh, But that is the big story. And then the other one is the Winnipeg Jets ownership with what they said. I have it highlighted here. Uh, The quote is, this won't work over the long haul. It's that their season tickets are down 27% over the last three years. And I just, I invited uh, text messages. Let's, Let's put, let's take it in a more positive for a second. Brian is watching in Boces, Manitoba. And he writes it on the Sober Carpenter text line at 902-518-3033. And he says, I hear you're going cruising with Goldie later. How's that beautiful beast running? Great show, as always. He's talking about my 2004 Jeep Wrangler. Can I I tell you something about Jeeps? I've long been a Jeep guy. Here's the thing. You can drive a really cool top-down vehicle for a very affordable price. Jeeps. And although I get in a conversation because it's Boca, right? You've been here. A lot of rich, snooty people. There's a lot of Bentleys, a lot of Rolls Royces, Ferraris, Porsches, you name it. Um, And they're like, well, that that, that Jeep of yours, it's not very luxurious. It's not very comfortable. I said, no, it ain't. But damn, it looks cool. So I'm going to take it down A1A today. Top down, it's a beautiful day, as you can see. I think it's supposed to get 20, 29 degrees Celsius. So while people were really an- were, were annoying me this morning, I did a little meditation before we went to air. It works. All you do is count your breaths. It's not that hard to do, and it's not that crazy. It's not that woo-woo, as Serena says. Put me in a good mood, as did you, Darren, and the haters. They ain't going to break me down. Not today. <laughs> and Brian, we were talking about the Super Bowl. With Jim Barker. I wish you were with me, Darren. I know you thought about coming. I mean, maybe you'll come to New Orleans next year. And New Orleans will be fun, but it won't be as good, I don't think, as Vegas. I know. Because it's Vegas. And Holly Barker, Jim's daughter. I met her. He said, go meet my daughter. She'll hook you up. Whatever you need. I didn't need anything. (laughs) That was the problem. I got a buddy. Let's call him Shay. You know him. He goes, what I like about Vegas is I can get whatever I want, anytime I want. And I'm like, so can I. I can get anything that I need at a 7-Eleven. Anything I need, I can get at a 7-Eleven in Regina. Why do you got to be in Vegas for that? I don't understand. Anyways, (laughs) Brian in Winnipeg writes in, and he says, uh, could a Grey Cup ever be hosted by Las Vegas? You know that I've been saying that for a For at least a decade. Don't make me go digging into lockers to find it at rodpeterson.com. I've been saying that for a decade. They should have a great cup played in Vegas. The CFL has a tremendous footprint there. They used to have a team there. And um, it does not have a great footprint here in Florida. Why would it? The CFL does not. Even though the football people know what it is, John Q. Public does not. Vegas, they do. So I've been staying it for a decade, but what do you think about Brian's idea? Let's say it's his idea. A great company. I, I think 25.
1: it would be really cool. I would love it. Um, you know, the problem is with the world that we're in now, everything is so numbers and stats driven and everything is so, you know, like I, I think about the world juniors and now at the world juniors, it's very much, you have to guarantee 10 to $15 million of revenue and all this economic spinoff and, a b c d e and this many ticket sales so the world juniors will never go to london ontario or red deer alberta or any of these cool places that the you know world juniors could have a really great vibe in And and one of the issues is you go to vegas and it does really well and a bunch of betting money comes in and you and maybe financially it goes really well then how do you take it out of vegas and move it back to Edmonton or Vancouver or, or Hamilton or, or Montreal or wherever. But I think it would be cool as a one-off. I think it'd be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, if there was a year that for whatever reason they couldn't afford to put it on, and I'm sorry to say it, but that has happened, or they've become very close to not being able to put it on, put it in Vegas and try it. Carlos in Indianapolis writes in on the streams, And he says, having been in Las Vegas for a week on one occasion and a day on another, I can see why people like it and why people hate it. Uh, I say, let's give it a shot. David, number two in Winnipeg, writes in. He says, Rod, if you come to Winnipeg sometime with Goldie and have issues, I service a business that specializes in Jeep repairs and only Jeeps. Gotcha, David. I will put that in my phone. I don't envision a day that that will happen. Darren knows this because he's rolled with me for a while. Goldie ain't never going to drive from South Florida to Winnipeg. What I'll do is I'll come to Winnipeg and just buy a Jeep and then just leave it there. That's what I do. And actually, it works out great because then my friends drive it around in that town. You just did a couple weeks ago when you were back in Sask, right? Rather than drive it back and forth, I'll just buy the vehicle and then I'll just leave it there. The Santa Claus of Jeeps. Jack in Calgary, or Vulcan, Alberta, writes in. He says, I'm moving to Florida. LOL. Well, that's what I said, and it works great. Uh, Jeff in Yorkton writes in, and he says, would the CFL be the host then? Right now, each team gets the profits from hosting. Don't look at it. Two, this is pie in the sky stuff. I mean, if you want to split it nine ways, that would work too. Um, Colin yes. in Ottawa says it's a stupid idea on many fronts to have a Grey Cup in Vegas, but one reason it can't work is a Canadian football field can't fit into Allegiant Stadium. Well, number one, I never once thought that we would play at an Allegiant Stadium. I didn't. I was thinking where we played it the last time, Sam Boyd Stadium, the home of UNLV. Leave the thinking to us. Colin, and you just enjoy yourself and watch, okay? Rick in Edmonton writes in. He says, I'd go to the Great Cup in Vegas if they have Mr. Pibb available like they have at Landmark Cinemas. I love Mr. Pibb. Yes, it's a wonderful soda. And just so you know, Darren, just to bring it till so we've had some fun talking about the Great Cup in Vegas. I've been saying it. It'll be another thing where I think I'll be like... Winston Churchill, Mark Twain. These legendary thinkers. I'll be quoted after I die, right? Will you make sure that happens, Darren? Will you make sure that those quotes are properly attributed to me? You see the winds getting up here? Um, I'm going to get smacked in the head here in a second. The Grey Cup coming to Vegas. Let's make it happen. But just on the ticket front for a second. I know the Winnipeg people get upset. And there were comments coming in here about how the Bombers haven't been selling out for quite some time. I I thought they were. I thought they had a long streak of sellouts last year in Winnipeg. But I just want to, let me hit it home for a second. Here, South Florida, 10.5 million people. I've got a lot of friends now that are season ticket holders. Shoot, we do a podcast on the Panthers and the Lightning that's very popular. So I've gotten to know the market. I've gotten to know the people. A letter went out this week. If I have this right from what I got from my friends, playoff ticket costs have doubled. And I think you remember me saying it was 1,200 a ticket last year. It was in the Stanley Cup finals, it escalates per round, but 1,200 a ticket in the Stanley Cup final, and they were selling it out. Now it's gone to 2,400. So you could imagine the belly aching and griping from the season ticket holders, which I don't blame them. But at some point, They're going to have to do what Winnipeg is are doing and certain people in certain markets, they're just not going anymore. I don't, we are long, long, long past the point. I thought it would have happened ages ago that people aren't paying these ticket prices, but they are. And I just, I wonder at what point does it stop?
1: It's really difficult because you keep growing and the cap keeps growing and the money has got to keep growing. But what hasn't, you know, as we say, inflation keeps going up. And the wages aren't matching it, and expenses are going up, and, and Canadians are really hit really tough. That's you know what did you mention? One you know the number two most talked about thing was was the price cost of living. You know, behind college football, that was the point of the of the uh, you know the the topic, but cost of living, and it makes it really difficult for sports teams. So you're going to have to you know rethink this and find a way to creatively keep the winnipeg jets in winnipeg you got to get creative you can't just keep asking for more 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 because the fans are telling you by the attendance that they're tapped out they're tapped out so how are you going to creatively keep the team there and yet when you say be creative
0: even that will only work for so long when the ticket prices keep escalating I saw a story the other day. I just saw the headline. As you say, we're all headline readers these days, and I'm like, I'm one. I don't have who's got time to read all the damn things. So I read the headlines, and uh, one was that there was a rally in Montreal by soccer fans protesting the cost of tickets for when Inter-Miami comes to town. I'm like, I'm surprised they don't have these protests in every city. You know, the ticket price is quadrupled, quintupled last year for games against Inter-Miami all because of Lionel Messi. But I saw a video the other night. My friend Thad sent it to me. I put it on our Instagram story. The place was sold out here, Drive Pink Stadium, Inter-Miami. So people keep going. And just so you know, because I don't want to be barred by the teams, I'm not advocating that you don't buy tickets. I guess my point is if you don't buy tickets, somebody's going to buy your seat. That's probably going to happen. You know, and, and the thing is here, I do get to go to the games for free. So I'm very grateful for that. But I made the decision that if that were to not happen, if, they, if for whatever reason I wasn't, I would buy a season ticket for the Panthers. It would not be lower bowl. It would be upper bowl. I've already priced it out. I would pay the $888 for the season pass, which includes parking. It works out to like 30 bucks a game. I love hockey so much, I would go. But that's here. That's not Winnipeg. So when you have to make a choice between feeding your family or going for a ho- to a hockey game, in no way, shape, or form are we saying that the Winnipeg people or anybody that can't afford tickets are doing the wrong thing. I'm on their side. But I'm also saying the team won't stay if they're not filling the barn. You see the connection, Darren. You see it, right?
1: Yeah. It's the connection. And it's a conundrum, all in the same breath. So, you know, we'll keep going going in the circle, but it is a problem, but also one that we're sympathetic to. For
0: sure. Uh, David, number two in Winnipeg, writes that He says, I believe the Bombers sold out four in a row, maybe five last year. Summertime's hard to get to a packed house because everyone's at the cottage. This season's schedule, we might have lower numbers on Saturday games. Please." I am not, on February 23rd, willing to have the conversation. We're going to go to the lake. We're not, well, we don't, want. don't have your games on the Saturday. We're going to be at the lake. Okay, we're going to play Thursday night games. Don't play Thursday night games. It's too hard to get downtown. When the hell do you want us to play? When would that work for you? Let us know and get back to us. Either you want to go or you don't want to go. Quit finding excuses not to go. And if you can't afford to go, that's fine, too. Just say it, which is what they're saying, <laughs> by the way. They're finally saying it. We can't afford this. In Winnipeg, how many other cities are going to follow suit? We're going to play Brett we uh, Regal, Breakaway Bets, coming back. I haven't forgot, Darren. Jock Wilson's on the way. And uh, we'll, we we got to get back to this Argos-Chad Kelly situation, although not only have we not heard the end of it, we've just heard the start of it. A female former assistant coach of the Argos is suing the team for wrongful dismissal, claiming sexual harassment by the quarterback, Chad Kelly. Not good. It is a football Friday. We're on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live.
2: This is it. It all comes down to this rock. The hours in the gym, the weeks away from my family, this is what I've been training for. And all those voices trying to tear me down, I'm here to silence them. We've given everything we have for a chance to get everything we want.
4: Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus, with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit EMJMarketing.com. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless
0: you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. A truly national and international show, the RP show, because we got comments coming in from all across Canada and America. We're live on Game Plus TV. By the way, you got till 4 p.m. SAS time today. We got a lot of SAS residents watching. It is our number one region for viewership. And if you people in Saskatchewan have not purchased your Telemiracle 50 50 tickets yet, you only have until 4 p.m. SAS time today. Please, I don't ask you to do a lot at all, I don't ask you to do anything. Other than this, go buy telemerical 5050com tickets and also contribute to our show contribution page. That would help as well. Clark, if you're able to put that up in the YouTube chat, that would be great. Uh, let's please bring the moves in. I got to tell a story in a 2nd grateful just grateful for, every, for everybody that I was annoyed this morning by people. And uh, these people, our viewers, have uh, completely snapped me out of it, Darren. And you as well. So I appreciate that. Um, Andrew in Winnipeg writes in, and he says, from my checkings, from checking the schedule, there was four sellouts in a row since the Banjo Bowl last year for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So, But their tickets are far less expensive than the Jets. Um, bear with me. Brent in Wellington, Florida, watching. He says, three years ago, you could buy a $40 seat in any section for a Florida Panthers game. Fast forward to today. And the product on the ice, they can basically name their price and people will pay. That's the point. They're selling out every game. So if you can't afford it, don't go. It's kind of on you. You know what I mean? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it is, you know. And it's tough and a lot of people can't afford to go. Um, But, you know, it's a supply and demand issue. Um, You know, if you're selling out prices and there's people waiting in line, prices are going to keep going up and we've seen that happen in toronto where the everyday regular fan the tickets are priced out they can't go so they watch on tv they watch in the bars and pubs they watch out front of scotiabank arena but they can't go to the games because you're easily over hundred dollars just to get in the door and when that happens i mean that's where they're going to go but it's an issue of when the seats are empty Prices need to come down and match the line so that eventually you start filling things up.
0: And we'll see if they they do or not. When I was a kid, we went to one NHL regular season game to the entire decade of the 80s when my dad took us to watch the Oilers and the Blues in Edmonton. That's it. Um, And now you see kids at all the games. So I don't know. (laughs) As my spiritual advisor down here in Florida says to me, Rod, there's more than one way to do things. Remember when I brought that up the other day? She's like, get that through your head. It doesn't, not everybody needs to be raised the way you do or were, and nobody has to come up in the business the way you did. Not everybody does. And I'm like, would you mind telling my dad that? (laughs) Because there was one way to do things, his way. So we did it. And dag nabbit, it worked. Anyways, interesting point here. It is a football Friday, but we're kind of all over the place today. And to be honest, I'm enjoying that. And we do try to keep this show up and fun. This lawsuit against the Argos, while serious, not a lot of fun. And I think we've talked about it enough. Um, Scott in Moose Jaw writes in and he says, Pink is your color, Roddy. Well, I would say it's more of a magenta than a pink, but I... Uh, Mark in uh, Yorkton writes in, home of Key Auto Group. He says, hey, Rod, happy Friday. Just sharing an observation. I want everybody's take on this. He says, I took my family to the Regina Pats game on Monday's family day. We walked through the team's store prior to puck drop. And to my surprise, not one Connor Bedard item. Couldn't the team still capitalize on him being formally part of the organization? A shirt, a jersey, a bobblehead? I can't help but think they'd sell items with his name attached to it. You want to hear a trip? We have friends here in Florida. They were Serena's friends first, but now they're mine. They've been trying to get a hold of Bedard Pats jerseys. They don't make them. And I don't under, I, they might not be able to because a couple of years ago, kind of sitting here wondering why I did this, but I did it. I got two Bedard jerseys that I bought, and I had signed by the team, and it wasn't like it used to be. Obviously, this is a new viewer, because he wouldn't know the story. You do. I dropped the jerseys off in the dressing room. I said, can you have Bedard sign it? Like a week later, I said to the team, where's the jerseys? Well, we had to clear it through the agent, and we had to get a letter, and we had to get authenticity, and we had to get this. I said, what? Just tell them they're for Rod. Not like it used to be right? Which inevitably, I got the jerseys, and I gave them to my friend in Calgary, but it's maybe because of licensing and through the uh, agency, because he's represented by the group out of, I I can't remember, Jerry Johansson's company out of Edmonton. Maybe the Pats aren't allowed to sell anything with his likeness on it. It's not like it used to be. You know what I mean?
1: I know what you mean, and probably not necessarily that they're not allowed to, but not interested in paying the licensing fee that would go along to still being able to use the name and number on the jerseys, even if it's part of your history, um, if it's made, celebrate it. But I'm sure there's a licensing fee to continue to to, um, cash in off the name and number. And that would be a big fee. And by the way, could you blame him? I mean,
0: I've said this, (laughs) uh, Ted in Red Deer writes in, he goes, only Mark Twain and Winston Churchill, Rod? Comparing myself, to, um, Add Ernest Hemingway to the list. I will be the legendarily quoted person long after I'm gone. Somebody else will be profiting off my genius. I said junior hockey is the same as college sports. It is. Supposedly amateur Right? Name, image, likeness. If anybody should have an NIL deal, it was Connor Bedard. For the love of God. He was selling more tickets in the Saddle Dome than the Flames. As a road team. So, it was a wonderful question here by the guy from Yorkton, but I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking, I'll bet you that they can't sell anything with Bedard's name on it anymore. And that's that's the other thing about teams creating demand you know this is a small one but the other day i was saying uh you know the, the zany things i get asked to do it's insane but a lady wrote me and said can you um i can't seem to find that baby blue panthers jersey that they sold you know those reverse retros last year with the beautiful uh, yellow palm tree baby blue jersey with the red shoulders she says, "Could you? would you mind going and buying one in the store and shipping me to Canada, and I will get you the money? That's what she said. And to be honest, I was like, I could actually do that compared to some of the other things, but they don't sell them anymore. They're sold out. They're a one and done. And to be honest, had I known, I'd have bought one for myself last year. They don't make them anymore. Uh, Allie in Texarkana writes in. She says, I love Hemingway. he's great. Wayne in BC says, sorry, Rod, I know you don't want to talk politics. Uh, Don't worry, no need to apologize because we're not talking politics. Not going to get into it. John, I don't even know what the hell he's talking about, and I don't care. John Ohm, Ohm says, one of the best things about the RP show is they give us fans a voice. Thanks again for this and much more, Rod. Well, we certainly try. We certainly try. Oh, it's getting, it's getting a little crazy here in the comments. You want to play? Okay, just another <laughs> Colin in Ottawa. Thank you for sticking with us, Colin. He says, wow, free agents finally commit to Winnipeg last offseason and the Jets fans can't get 15,000 a game? Hellebuck, Lowry, and Morrissey could have all walked but chose to stay. Come on, Winnipeg, support your team. Now, it's not about that. Bro, I mean, I'm not in Winnipeg, but I grew up next door to Winnipeg. I get it. They can't afford to go to the damn games. End of story. When it comes between putting a tank of gas in your car or feeding your family or going to a hockey game, I'm going to support the guy that's trying to feed his family. End of story. They don't have the population. And 10 years ago, or 2010, I guess, when the gents went back there, Darren, um, it wasn't it wasn't this expensive. The NHL is outpriced, Winnipeg,
4: and it sucks. And this is where we're at. What do you think?
1: Yeah, that's a tough spot, tough spot to be in. Um, you know, we've gone through a pandemic too that we didn't see coming. We've gone through these other things. The you know the inflation rises, co- cost of living rising, and the incomes have not you know risen in the same way or at the same rate. And that's tough. And you hope it continues to get better. I think it will get better. But it's a matter of can the Jets hang on long enough until it gets better? And can um, they find a creative way to get more butts in the seats and raise the revenue?
0: What indication is there that wages are going to go up and ticket prices are going to go down? Because if you're seeing something, I'm not seeing it.
1: No, I I don't know that that's necessarily going to happen. Yeah, (laughs) it's a trend. It's the
0: way things are going. Stacy by the way watching at Access World headquarters writes it and says those blue panthers jerseys were pretty slick. oh make my heart pound. Um Kelly uh writes it just before we play bet regal breakaway bets. Kelly from Regina writes and he says uh, Rod Kelly here. So $40 plus for a Pats game. Maybe the owner's friends would pay for advertising or donating instead of expecting us diehard fans to pay $40 a ticket. Again, if you don't like it, don't go. Or bitch and pay the money. It's entirely up to you. But I'm over it. There are only three NHL games tonight, Darren, so it'll be a quick deal or no deal bet regal breakaway bets. I
1: didn't add up last night's tallies, did you? I didn't. Uh, I think we were both about five and six, um, right around that 500 okay. mark. We came out on the lower end of that
0: one. Yeah. Okay. Buffalo at the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight. Who do you, who do you got to win straight up?
1: I'll take Buffalo.
0: Uh, I'll take the Jackets back home. Uh, the Winnipeg Jets at Chicago. Let's give them something to cheer about. Winnipeg and Chicago, I'll take the Jets to win. How about you?
1: Me too. Got to take the Jets tonight. Yeah? Okay.
0: And the Minnesota Wild at the Edmonton Oilers.
1: Who do you like to win that one? Give me the Oilers to rebound after losing to Boston.
0: Well, uh, you and I are the same on that. We just differ on the sabers jackets. Just three games tonight. Folks, sign up at betregal.ca. Join their club for free and play for fun. We call it sport betting. Moose, we are out of time with you. Thank you for your contributions. Have a great weekend.
1: You bet. Have a great weekend.
0: Jock Wilson joins us next. Get your Calgary questions in. We'll be right back on this Football Friday on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live.
4: Everything I've worked for, Everything I've sacrificed has led to this. It's out of your hands now. All the gold medals in the world can't help you now. You can throw the perfect rock and still miss. But it just takes one. You leave it all out there on the ice to leave behind a legacy.
0: Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me, or email Recovery at aol.com. It's never too late.
4: Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show.
0: Hey, everybody, just want to mention, uh, if you haven't heard by now, playoff field is set at the Scotties. Alberta's Selena Sturmey facing six-time champion Jennifer Jones of Manitoba today while defending champion Kerry Anderson takes undefeated on undefeated Rachel Holman of Ontario this afternoon. Manitoba's Caitlin Laws and Kate Cameron round out the rest of the six playoff teams. They are sold out, but the Briar isn't, but it's getting close. The Montana's Briar. You can get your tickets at curling.ca slash tickets. Single draw uh, tickets are available now. All youth tickets, just nine ninety-nine. The RP show will be there broadcasting live. Please, let's bring in Jock Wilson now. And Jocko, there's a lot of things to get to with you, but I don't know if you saw the Jets ownership saying this isn't gonna work long term, our attendance situation. Do you think we'll ever hear that in
5: Calgary? Do you hear it in Calgary? No, don't hear that at all in Calgary, because obviously Calgary's a, a pretty wealthy city. Calgary's, uh, you know, probably 1.5 million with the surrounding area now, Rod. And, and, and hey, the, the bottom line is they're going to get a new arena in, in, in two and a half years. Murray Edwards is one of the richest dudes in the, in the province and in the country. So I, I don't think there's too many issues here. Have they broken ground on the, uh, on the arena, by the way, yet? They have not. They have not. They, they're supposed to do it this spring. And if that happens, they are hoping about two and a half years, kind of like, uh, you know, what the Oilers did for their building. So that's, that's the game plan. So I, like, like I've always said, you know, put shovels in the ground. You know, once that happens, I'll get excited. So uh, th- there's been roadblocks, as we've seen in the past. But no, I, I think it's pretty well a, do- a done deal now.
0: I want to ask our audience, by the way, we have a lot of... Uh stamps supporters that write in so if you have questions for jock get him in now and we'll you know, actually they are coming here they're coming i'll get to the you said last year the stamps would have a down year and they kind of did but they did go on and make the playoffs and go on the road to bc what are you seeing this year jock
5: we're number nine baby you saw the the way too early cfl power <laughs> rankings earlier this week we're, we're number nine uh Hey. Bottom line is, I get it. There's not a lot of love for the Calgary Stampeders right now. They were only a six-win team last season, and you know, even though this team has the amazing streak of making the playoffs year after year, this is also an organization that has not won a playoff game in six years. So, is this the team, you know, of uh, you know, 2016, 2017, 2018? No. Uh, obviously, when the Calgary Stampeders were the model franchise, everybody wanted to be the Calgary Stampeders. Right now, the Calgary Stampeders are playing catch up, and and you go back to last year, Rod. You know, did 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 I think they would have a step back? Yes. Did I think they would be a six win team? No. I thought they would be a little bit better than that. But nobody foresaw the injuries that were going to happen with this football club. You know, they got decimated. It killed their budget. It it just it really really beat the crap out of them. So I, I think when you when you look at this season, you know, have they made some some slight improvements? You know, Devon Tate coming out of uh, Toronto on that offensive line. You know, I, I'm still not sold that Josh Coker is going to be, you know, okay on the, on the left tackle spot. But, you know, you've taken care of one tackle with Tate. And, you know, losing Sevier I think was a, was a little bit of a hit. But they think Bryce Bell is going to step up. You know, getting, getting obviously uh, uh, your center re-signed and Sean, Sean McEwen. You know, that, that was really important. So, hey, I, I think they, they brought in some pressure for Jake Mayer. Not a bad thing. You know, because last year they did not have confidence going to Tommy Stevens, you know, as, as a quarterback who can come in and, and run an offense, you know, especially with his arm. So I think bringing in Matt Schiltz is, is, is a good move for this football club. But we'll see because, uh, you know, as well as I do, I, I think the West is going to be very intriguing this year. I think Winnipeg takes a little bit of a step back. Obviously, B.C. probably is about the same. Maybe they take a touch of a step back, too losing Matthew Betts to the NFL was it was a big blow for them. Saskatchewan, they've got to be better. I, I, I just think they have to be better. The Edmonton Elks, God forbid, they've got to be better as well. And the Calgary Stampeders is going to have to be better. So who, does, who doesn't make the playoffs in, in, in the CFL this year? Uh, who doesn't make the playoffs in the West? Your, your bet is as good as mine. It might be the Stampeders. I don't know.
0: We might have to just throw the names up in the air and. Whoever lands, uh, that would be as good a guess as what you and I have right now. I see the news today that Craig Dickinson will be joining the Stampeders as a consultant this season to his brother uh, Dave, and that makes me feel good. Frankly, I'd like to see Dicky take a year off, but uh, he's joining the Stamps. That, that's all kinds of good.
5: Yeah, you know, I, I was talking to Dave uh, a couple of, uh, I, I guess it was before the CFL winter meetings, and I, and I was asking him about Craig. And he basically said, well, Craig doesn't have a gig right now. You know, he's just sort of sitting back, you know, in Montana, just wondering what his future is going to be. And then when you see that news come today, hey, they're brothers. And, and family is always important to Dave Dickinson. So is anybody surprised that he joins the Stampeders organization? I don't think so. I, I don't think so. You know, you, you couldn't bring him in as the special teams coordinator because Mark Killam has been so good here. Uh, so so I, I think, you know, bring him in as a consultant. Hey, they've got a lot of consultants in the, uh, in the kitchen now because Huffnagel's a consultant. You know, Dick Dickinson's a consultant, uh, but, hey, I, all in the family, I, I don't think anybody in, in the league is going to have an issue with that move.
0: Not at all. Consulting's the way to go. Um, <laughs> so, Ted in Red Deer writes in and says, uh, Hey, Jock, the Winnipeg Jets say that season tickets falling below 14000 is not sustainable. Jay McNeil announced the Stampeders are less than 14000 How much trouble are the Stamps in if this doesn't improve?
5: Yeah, that, that's, that's a really good question. Um, and, 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 and the only thing I will say is, what truly is the focus for Murray Edwards? We, we talked about Murray Edwards. He's a rich dude, and, and I mentioned that earlier. And, you know, he's got lots of money. Is he using the Stampeders as a tax write-off? I don't know. I, hey, nobody likes to lose money. So that is a concern, and, and the stadium is a concern. And I know Jay McNeil is the new president, is trying to, trying his damnedest just to to get more people and more bums in the seats and and how he does that you know with mcmahon stadium wow um i I don't know uh you got to blow up parts of that stadium they want to try to create more social areas they would love to have like a pill zone like they have in saskatchewan they they would they would love to have that but you know structural structurally excuse me i'm not sure how this building is going to work out so um hey Twenty thousand would be perfect. Fourteen thousand is not good. Um, we will see how their game day sales are, because you know if weather—if weather is bad, it kills their game day sales, and if weather is good, you know they—they they, they should be okay. So we'll, we'll see. But uh, it, it is a concern. There's no question. Well,
0: I would say that you can't compare respectfully the Winnipeg Jets season tickets to no. a CFL team season tickets. The, the, what's the payroll for the Jets? Eighty-five million. And the CFLs is six point five million, so it's not even in the same ballpark. Uh, flames. Word association. Where are you <laughs> in the Flames?
5: Well, hey, look, um, they're playing meaningful games at the end of February, which is not a bad thing. They're still a team that you know is locked in the mushy middle. If they're a team. If they don't have Jacob Markstrom, they're not a very good team. Um, you know, so, so I think if they, you know, and, and, and it's a fair question because everybody is talking about the unrestricted free agents Noah Hannafin, Oliver Shillington, and of course, Chris Tanner. And, and, and here's, here's the deal for the Calgary Flames. M- my sources are telling me that Craig Conroy has not pulled the trigger on, on a trade yet because deep down, he would still like to re sign Noah Hannafin. So he's got a couple of weeks, you know, to, to maybe sweeten the pot or just really see where Noah Hannafin is. You make a Noah Hannafin trade, you're not gonna make your team better. You may get some futures, but he's a 27-year-old defenseman in his prime. Now, he tells people around him that he likes the city, but how truthful is he with that? We saw that with Johnny Goodrow. Love the city, love the city. Oh, I wanna go back to the States because then I'm an American-born player. Is Noah Hannafin saying the same thing? Is he saying, Love the city, love the city, love the city. Oh, I, I want to go back to the States. And, and I think that is why we haven't seen the Noah Hannafin trade happen yet, because I do believe the Calgary Flames really would like to re-sign the player. But in two weeks, if that deal is not on the table and Noah Hannafin is not going to sign on the dotted line, then obviously you will see that player move. Chris Tannum, I think he will get moved for sure. Uh, when is that going to happen? And I'll say this right now, Rod, if they trade Jacob Markstrom, They're the stupidest people on the planet.
0: I don't like the idea of it either. (laughs) I I don't know why they're talking about it, but uh, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Jock, you give the best updates. I appreciate you. Enjoy the weekend, man, and uh, hopefully we can do it again soon. You betcha. Anytime, Rod. QR Calgary's Jock Wilson. And host of Stampeders Radio. We'll be right back with overtime after this. We're live on Game Plus Television, which across all of Alberta, it's on TELUS Channel 924 and Shaw Rogers Channel 230, BC as well. WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live.
4: Everything I've worked for, everything I've sacrificed led to this, it's out of your hands now. All the gold medals in the world can't help you now. You can throw the perfect rock and still miss, but it just takes one. You leave it all out there on the ice to leave behind a legacy.
0: You got something to say? You want to add
3: to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod.
0: Hi, everybody. The studio is in suddenly windy South Florida. What's the telemerical total? Oh, boy. Can we get, can we get, 550 people, please, to buy a ticket before 4 p.m. Central today, please, at telemiracle5050.com. I don't ask you to do much. This is for the Saskatchewan people, and I feel like today I could say Winnipeg's favorite daytime sports talk show because we got all of Winnipeg writing on the show, and I appreciate that. Uh, But, again, telemiracle5050.com. You just got to be in Saskatchewan to do it. And 18 years of age or over. We'll be selling 50-50 tickets until tonight. This is way more than I'm quite confident the Telemiracle committee thought that they were going to get. So thank you. And for those that don't, Clark, can you throw it up again, the link to donate to our show donation page? Again, I don't ask you to do a lot. And if you don't donate to our page, that will tell me a lot about you. So, on the Chad Kelly thing, uh, again, we haven't heard the last of it. We're just hearing the start of it. But in Argo's former female assistant coach, strength and conditioning coach, suing the team for wrongful dismissal, saying it happened because she resisted the sexual advances of their quarterback, Chad Kelly. Brad in Winnipeg writes in, complete devil's advocate here, simply saying, is it really wrongful dismissal if her contract expired? I don't think so. Yeah, prove that's why they didn't renew her contract, right? That'll be up to the Argos. Yeah, it's all sad is really what it is. Um, Regarding the comments by the owner of the Jets, and I don't, Mark Chipman saying they can't sustain this economic model of attendance long term. David number one in Winnipeg writes in, he says, if Chipman does sell off the Jets, he will find a lot of people will boycott his car dealerships. I know he won't really be crying about this as he will be comforted by the hundreds of millions of dollars he'll get from the backs of Winnipeggers who bought into his altruistic BS, he is fetish. That's, I'm just reading what he said. That's unfortunate if that's the road this goes down. He's just saying buy tickets or we won't be here long term, which is what I said months ago and people flame me. It's okay because I knew this day would come. Laverne and Swift Current, I appreciate you. He writes in and says, uh, Bedard is represented by Newport Management. Thanks for what you do. Thank you, Laverne. So that is the Donnie Meehan. I apologize. Why did I think he was with Jerry Johansson? Was he ever with Jerry Johansson? You need to understand that the hockey people, particularly the junior hockey people, really get into that. I apologize for having it wrong. We're $10 away from... Bring those phones. Click that link! <laughs> is that going to be the new telemerical cry? Click that link. Click that link. Ten dollars is all we need to hit 200,000, and it can happen while we're on the air. I had a dream that if you bought a 50/50 ticket, somebody watching right now won it from the Rod Peterson Show. I had a dream Michael in Maple Ridge, BC. We did it. We did it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How about that? I wish I had one of those confetti guns. (laughs) Michael in Maple Ridge, BC writes in and he says, Hi, guys. This Winnipeg situation may be more psychological than economics. I think people who still live there, I was born there, have that once bitten, twice shy. Know what I mean? The Jets left in 95. Once bitten? But what are you saying, Michael J? That's because they're so triggered? I know that. I've got a diploma in human behavior. I know why they're getting upset. That's not news. That's not going to keep the team there. Just because they're mad that they're hearing from the ownership that if you don't fill the rink, we're going to be gone. They don't like to hear it, but it's still the truth. I mean, I get what you're saying. So... it's very easy for me to figure out why they're getting so upset. Doesn't change the situation. Maybe, if anything, this is softening the blow or making them realize the team is not going to be there long-term, which I said, and people got mad. Boo-hoo. Already one minute. The orders will look to return to the win column tonight when they host the Minnesota Wild. The Jets visit the Chicago Blackhawks and the Blue Jackets welcome the Buffalo Sabres. Toronto has its sights set on winning. It's uh, setting its winning streak to five games when hosting New York tonight in the Professional Women's Hockey League and the Raptors are at Tirana, sorry, at Atlanta. Sports update is brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. Anyone but you. It's in theaters now. It's starring Alexandra Shipp and Glenn Powell. Don't miss all new bonus content. And when we talk hockey, it's for Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit CommonCrown.ca. Well, the weekend is here. Enjoyed, everybody. Be safe. And we'll see you back here on Monday. Oh, God willing. Noon Eastern, Game Plus TV and Key Radio. Who has more fun than us?
2: <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar.